Podcast Help Desk, number 115 for February 21st, 2017. I'm Mike Dell, and today I've got a conversation I had with Paul Culligan. And Paul's an author, podcaster, podcast pioneer, you know, a YouTuber, marketing guy, consultant. He does a lot of things. He's been around since uh, the early days of podcasting, and I think uh, the conversation we had a couple of months ago, which I'm finally getting around to posting, uh, was quite good. We talked uh, a lot about uh, some of the platforms and technology. We had some healthy debates about certain things, and uh, yeah, it was an all-around great conversation, so I'm not going to waste your time introducing it. I'm just going to play it. Hello, Paul. Welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me on. Yeah, well, I just uh, like to get all the uh, podcast gurus, so to say, or so to uh, speak, uh, on here. You know, over over time, I've gotten quite a few of them, but I hadn't got around to uh, talking to you. I'll take it. Yeah, so uh, those of you that don't know Paul, uh, he's been around podcasting a, a long time. I, I'm guessing you were right there at the beginning as well, along with the rest of us. Yeah, right there at the beginning, those uh, pool parties in uh, in uh, Ontario, California. Um, actually, have a book on podcasting that came out two years before the iPhone. You know, I, I, I'm no Todd with a book on podcasting that came out before iTunes had it, but you know, <laughs> early days as well. Yeah, I remember uh, those uh, Ontario pool parties and the and the blueberry parties up in the hotel there, or. I had the body painter? Did you, were you in on that? I I didn't show up to that one. <laughs> it was uh, it was something else. We don't do that anymore. We've grown up a little. Probably for the best. <laughs> We've grown up a little bit. So uh, yeah, so you started out uh, in podcasting way back when, about the same time uh, you know a bunch of us did, and uh, you know before Apple. Uh, that's the that's the thing that blows people away a lot. You know everybody thinks that Apple invented podcasting, but. No, uh, podcasting was alive and well uh, before Apple. Now Apple give them a boost, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, I think a lot of people, you, you, you know, and that strategy I think is the same exact strategy that a lot of podcasters should take on. Like Apple waited until, you know, all the hard work was done, then they jumped on board. And, you know, podcasters, we can do the same thing now. You know, it's like, hey, all the work's been done. This has all been figured out. Now I can just jump on board. So I, I, I think what Apple did was very smart for Apple. And I think it's very smart for anyone considering this game. Yeah, it definitely, uh, you know, Apple's really, you know, boosted it, but that's not the only place that uh, it was not theirs. Yeah, they didn't start it, but it, it's also not the only place to yeah. listen. You know, I, I keep telling everybody my prediction is that Google Podcasts is going to likely equal or surpass the uh, the level that Apple's at right now as far as as uh, you know listenership is you know uh, percentages but well we we, that, we might have to take that topic on later here in this conversation certainly certainly and you know the thing is is it's not that apple's losing anything apple's still gaining listeners it's just everybody else yep everybody yep. else is now yep. now getting on board and 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 that's great you know the more the merrier yep but uh, so uh, what was the first podcast that you did First podcast I did, you know, this is going to be sad that I'm not even sure which one it was. I did two right at the same time. I did one called Marketing Online Live with my buddy Alex Mendozian. 
And it was literally a show where we were trying to make sense out of this whole industry. You know, this is back when, you know, the iPods were so locked up and it was back when all these things were happening. We would literally just get together um, over, I think it was Skype, or we might have done a double ender back then. I can't remember. But, you know, we just talked about what the industry was, what it meant, where things were going. And um, Alex and I both work in the in the speaker world. Uh, and by speaker, I mean people on stage, not, you know, not the uh, Sonos or that kind of thing. And, you know, we were chatting about how the world would be really interesting if, if, if a speaker, and it would really help get the idea of podcasting out. If someone on stage, instead of selling a a training course that was a, a notebook and 57 CDs, what if they sold a, you know, a preloaded iPod, you know, and at that time it wasn't possible, but at the very first podcast expo, right. That was the name of those events. I think it was or portable media expo. Yeah. I, I think it, what I they think called it became it. portable media, <laughs> but at the very first podcast expo, this guy walks up to me and he says, you know, Hey, Hey, you know, I want to introduce myself and, and what do you do? And he says, well, I, I actually preload media players for speakers. I'm like what this is, we've been talking about this on the show. This is crazy. And he goes, yeah, that's where I got the idea. <laughs> that's great. But what you launched a show based on me and Alex trying to figure out the situation and, you know, and, or launched a business based on that. And, and that works. So that was show number one. And then show number two, I did a show called podcast tools where I was just kind of trying to you know, figure out the podcast tools and, 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 and what they meant and how we should interact with them. And, and, uh, that was the, the other show that came out at the time. From there, I did a, a show for a little while called profitable podcasting, where we talked about people who decided to go down the route of making money with it and what the options were. And, you know, a lot of people are telling the stories of, uh, you know, you know, the Todd's of the world who swung a good deal with GoDaddy, you know, but not many people were telling the stories of, you know, people who are selling their own products or membership or private or that kind of thing. And so that's where I went on that show and had a lot of fun with that. Yeah. It's, it, it's kind of funny. Uh, most of the people that I've interviewed on this show, you know, that I consider the pioneers of podcasting, almost all of them have had or still have a podcast about podcasting. Yep. Uh, well, my, we love it. It's, you know, I mean, I mean, podcast, what you're, what, you know, what you're dear to, what, what has a special place in your heart. And I think for all of us there from day one, you know, how could we not? Yeah, exactly. And, uh, you know, I do, uh, I do two podcasts about podcasting. Uh, I guess if you look at it technically, I do the, uh, one of the uh, two official blueberry podcasts. So of course that's going to be about podcasting. And then I do this one, uh, periodically as my listeners know, uh, the, the episodes come out when they're done. They don't come out on a schedule. So <laughs> I wish I was better at a schedule. It's all right. You know, there's a, there's a band called over the Rhine. That's a, um, singer songwriter, um, actually a married couple. And they went like three years between albums once. And everybody was wondering, you know, what's going on? Are they breaking up? Is it, is, you know, is, is the spark gone? You know what? And then when the album came out, the first line on the first song, uh, Karen sings, I don't want to waste your time with music. You don't need. <laughs> yeah. I, you I know, know a lot of podcasters that'll waste time. <laughs> exactly. I think there are a lot of weekly podcasts that should be as needed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, you know, I, I, I keep hearing the, the question or, you know, keep getting the question, well, how long should a podcast be? Yeah. And, you know, my, my take on it is, uh, talk until you ain't got anything to talk about that's interesting. 
There we go. <laughs> I mean, you know, if it's 10, if you got 10 minutes worth of, of content, don't make a 15 minute podcast. Exactly. You know, so I focus more on sort of the tech, uh, on this show. And I know you on uh, podcast report, uh, focus kind of the opposite. And that, that's, that's the beauty of it. You, you need both. You need Absolutely. A, a little of the tech, you know, don't, don't o- overthink it. But, uh, and then you definitely need the, the marketing side. And I, I don't really cover that so much, uh, on this show because, you know, somebody needs to talk about the tech. So I, I figure I'd do that. I don't quite go to the Daniel Lewis level though. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he can really, uh, he can really, uh, take something apart and put it back together, uh, where I just sort of do the higher concepts. <laughs> Well, we're talking about uh, you know Google Podcasts. Uh, what do you what do you think of their effort now that uh, they've gotten away from that Google Play thing? Well, <laughs> oh, how how do we be political and and strategic and um, big family all together? It's very. Google-like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in, yeah in I, I know what you mean. <laughs> you know, large organizations, and, and remember, you know, you know, you're talking to the guy who did a lot of work with the Zoom team at Microsoft. So this is not a this is not a problem only that, that Google has, but you know, it 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 obviously is a skunk works like element. You know, it obviously is not fully embraced by all of Google. Right. Yeah. And hence as the two results, teams. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so as a result, all of us who have been burned in the past, Google News, you know, um, that kind of thing, feed burner, you, you know, <laughs> you know, we're we're concerned as to what might happen. Um conceptually, I love it, but concept and implementation are 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 two different things. You know, I think um you know, Todd's been speaking a lot about how the game would change if they made audio their, you know, one of the results in search, just like they do YouTube. I mean, if, if a podcast showed up um, that, you know, you, you know, if a podcast showed up that was good, just like a YouTube video shows up or that type of thing, I mean, that would be amazing. And I think there's some capacity there. But I think the thing that's interesting that that most podcasters have to realize is is you know Google only shows a YouTube video if it's a good one, you know, and so <laughs> you know yeah. just because you have audio about a certain topic might not necessarily mean that Google is as deemed it as good. But I actually did. It was funny. Actually, almost almost exactly ten years before they made their announcement, I did a Google Tech Talk, and you can you can actually go see it at paulcolligan.com forward slash Google. You know, it's it's in all of its glorious you know four three. <laughs> and, um, you know, when I signed the form, it was hilarious when I, when I signed the form to give them permission to put it on YouTube, you know, I'm like, well, it's going to be longer than 10 minutes. And they're like, well, we bought YouTube. We can do things longer than thir-. Oh, I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. You know, and, and the presentation was called, you know, you know, the revolution will be spidered, you know, and I said that, that Google's future is to index all this new media alongside everything else. So I'm all for it, but implementation has been sparse. Um, you know, this thing where they've taken in, you know, they don't make sure that this is the feed they should be taking in. I mean, that is so dangerous. It isn't even funny. True, um, true. And the results aren't even necessarily showing up in certain browsers. You know, I, you know, I had a client where his phone wasn't showing his podcast and it was showing it on other phones, you know, but not his. And he was, it was his show. And, you know, so it's, it's, it's 
it's messy. I support him. You know, I'm I'm in I'm in a little communication with Zach. I want it to go well, but you know, I'm cautious. Yeah, and you know, it takes them a little while to to polish anything. You know, look how long it took Gmail to become uh, you know the thing it is now. And uh, exactly, and yeah, they if still it goes, tweak it. <laughs> yeah, if it goes the path of Gmail, I'm so excited. You know, if it goes the path of FeedBurner, you know, or <laughs> Or Google News or that kind of thing. We got another problem, yeah. (laughs) Well, you know, this is the third or fourth time they've tried to do podcasting. Uh, Exactly. A lot of people don't don't remember the Google Listen app on Android. Exactly. And I used to love that app, but it was real clunky, and uh, it was tied to a service that no longer exists, the uh, Google Reader. And yep. but I, you know, I actually love that app, and I oh, did yeah? use that when I was an Android guy. Now you know, now I've drank all the Kool Aid, and I got the stupid Apple Watch. Even so, oh hey, welcome to the party. <laughs> we have cookies. You know, it is what it is. Yeah, you did a show. Speaking of uh, Kool Aid drinkers, uh, you did a show with uh, with Rob uh, Walsh and what Gary Leland and uh, Dan, no Dave Jackson. Yep. Uh, yeah, we did a show called This Week in Podcasting yeah. that came out every three months. But, you know. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, a weekly show that comes out every three months. I love it. Yeah, it was a it was a roundtable show. It was fun. You know, they're still up. Libsyn is, has kindly donated the hosting for that one. And um, I, I'm sure Rob had something to do with it. Uh, yeah, and, uh, yeah, so it's it's a bit of a historical examination of what's going on in, in, in there as well. And uh, we keep talking about getting the team back together. But, you know. I don't know. I had a I had an interesting moment. Um, you know, our, our mutual friend Dave Jackson has his show School of Podcasting, and Dave does this thing on School of Podcasting when he can called the Last Five and Five. And the idea of the Last Five and Five is he finds people at events like you or me, or and he doesn't ask them what their favorite five podcasts are or what the favorite podcast they recommend are, but they ask them, you know, what are the five shows you last listened to, you know, which is an entirely different list for oh, people. Exactly. And, 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 and I love, I love it when he does that. So first podcast movement, I actually, I, I, I missed. Um, and I saw in Dave's notes that Dave got Lou Mangello, you know, for the last five and five and, and Lou is one of my heroes in podcasting. I absolutely love Lou. And I was excited to hear what shows Lou listens to. You know, I might learn something in the process. So, so you know, so I, I grabbed the school of podcasting. I, sorry, Dave, but I, I fast forwarded to the last five and five. You know, I wanted to hear what Lou listens to, and they set it up and they talk. And there's a bit of a smile on my face as just as he's talking to Lou. And then Lou goes, "All right, let me think." And, and then Lou said, "Well, I mean, of course, Paul. I never miss Paul's show." <laughs> you know. And, but what he said, you know, I mean, that put a, that put a a smile on my face, obviously. But then what he said was Paul gets in, Paul gets out and I get on with my day. Yeah. You know, a lot of, a lot of podcasters uh, don't do that. Yeah. And that was the wake up call for me. It's like, okay, if my ideal listener are the hardcore podcast users, all a Lou and Lou likes most that I get in and I get out and I don't mess with his day and say, okay. Yep, this is obviously what I need to do, and that was a that was a sobering wake up call. So thank you, Lou. Yeah, and uh, yeah, the last five and five uh, at any one time, uh, mine would be really interesting because uh, in the in the job I have, I, I tend to have to listen to a lot of different things of varying quality. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Being nice, uh, you know, because there's. There's a lot of a lot of Wayne's World going on here in podcasting, yep. and and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. 
but you know, as a business, you know, there's I, I always say there's there's uh, hobbyist podcasters, there's the advanced hobbyists where I think I fall, and then there's the the pros, you know, that want to do, you know, want to make money at it or want to sell their products with it and, and all that, you know, and I, you know, and, and not everybody's at that same level. So you know, advice you would give to somebody that's trying to make a living at it, it's going to be different than the the guy sitting next to the water heater in the basement. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and and it's funny because, you know, that has become, this is the thing that I've been racking my head up against about podcasting, because the problem is not that we have enthusiasts and we have people trying to make a living. The problem is that we have some people who are enthusiasts who get upset at the people who are trying to make a living or vice versa. We got people who are trying to make a living at this who are upset with the enthusiasts. You know, podcasting on so many levels is a paradox. You know, we can have both side by side. You know, no enthusiast TV maker gets to be on HBO. You, you, you know, you know, sure. in, in, in the world of, of, of traditional media, for lack of a better term, you know, the amateurs aren't part of it, but amateurs get to play in this game. And, and that's kind of what's really cool about podcasting. You know, that's kind of what's exciting. And then we see some of these people rise from the, you know, rise from the bottom up to the top really quickly because they're so good. And, 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 and I love that, but, but yeah, they're, they're two very different people. And as long as you just recognize who you are and what it is that you're trying to do and don't get upset with anybody else in the process, it's, it's pretty exciting. Right. You know, you look at, uh, you know, I, I look at the current, uh, uh, how would you put this politically correct? Uh. <laughs> not politically correct, but what I mean is, is you get on a on a, a Facebook forum, for instance, about podcasting, and you know, and that's kind of a necessary evil in my job, so I have to to go go through those things. And you get on there, and somebody will say, "Hey, I'm thinking about going to Anchor," right? And you know, and then you get a lot of people that just, "Oh, don't go to Anchor; they're terrible." Blah, 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 all this. But think about it. If you're just, you know, a guy sitting next to the water heater in his basement and you just want to talk into a microphone or into your phone or whatever, and you don't care about making money and you don't care if, uh, you know, if later on down the road you, you got to move it or you just start over somewhere else, you know, maybe that advice isn't good for that person. Yeah. You know, it's, you know, there's a lot of other things wrong with Anchor, but that's a whole other thing. Right. Whole <laughs> other show. But maybe we should host it on Anchor. Yeah, there you go. And but what I'm getting at is, you know, not all advice fits everybody. You know, like you, you know, inevitably, you know, this is the one that that we we in the podcasting business, uh, you know, pr- providing services dislike is you get somebody get on those forums, and it happens three four times a week. Where should I host my podcast? Right. And it's like really, we you know, go search the forum. Come on, we we answer this every week. And, yeah. you know, and there's no one size fits all. I mean, you know, some people Lipson fits better than blueberry. Some people yep. Podbean fits better than either of them. And, you know, as long as you're, you're, uh, you know, you know what you're getting into. Right. There's nothing wrong with any of them, really. You know, there's, there's some issues that, you know, that, that, that we, we all have with, with different platforms, but, uh, you know, you stay with any of the really known entities, you're, you're doing fine. Yeah. Yeah. I am, I am. I am more than fine with anybody who makes an educated decision. Um, I, I just feel bad for people who don't. <laughs> oh yeah. You know, yeah. You get the people on SoundCloud and, and you know, they, they, uh, don't 
and SoundCloud itself is a great idea, but it is what it is. It's YouTube right. for audio that isn't really making anybody any money yet. And that's going to be a problem. But, you know, SoundCloud is not really a podcasting platform. They happen to have it, and it sort of does work. But it's, you know, if you're going to start taking this at all seriously, you don't want to be there. And, you know, it's not, it's not just me working for Blueberry bashing another competitor. You know, I don't consider SoundCloud a competitor. It's like YouTube versus podcasting. They're different. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well it becomes it, it becomes the education side of all this. Like, like, you know, I have yet to meet anyone who has made what I will call a bad decision who knew they were making a bad decision. They just didn't get all the details, you know, or, or they right. got the hype or, you know, you know, there, there's a company and I'll tell you, it's not SoundCloud and it's not anchor. Um, there is a, you know, one of these simple podcast companies mm -hmm. that I spoke of rather poorly on the show. And I invited the CEO if he wanted to state otherwise that he could and CEO reached out to me. And he wanted an off the record conversation with me, but, and, and we had it. And, um, you, you know, you know, what's, what's interesting is, is, is he said, and I quote, is iTunes really that important? Oh, geez. <laughs> you know, and regardless of what platform you choose, you know, regardless of what microphone, regardless of what strategy, regardless of if you are pro or, or amateur, regardless, regardless, I mean, there is not an opportunity in the world where iTunes falls into the really not that important category, especially if you're talking about podcasting. Yeah, exactly. You know, you know Apple, Apple podcast is the 800 pound gorilla, whether exactly. we like it or not. Exactly. You know, now so, that, that may be changing in the future that, I mean, you know, the, the well, Apple well, team let's, itself. Let's talk about that. Let's, oh yeah. Sure. Let, <laughs> let's talk about that topic. Cause this is, this is one that I am, I am, uh, I have some very strong opinions on. However, some people also very smart have some very differing opinions for me. So let me tell you my stand and then you tell me what you think about it. Okay. Android is an interesting platform because if you took the, the pie chart of Android users, there is a sliver of Android users who absolutely want, need, long for, live by, you know, the freedom and the customization that, that Android offers, you know, um, um, and you know, the ability to, you know, anything from rooting your own phone to writing your own software to not have, you know, like, like I get the nerd reason for lack of a better term. And I say nerd with pride. I, I, I am one, you know, the nerd reason for Android represents only a small sliver of the Android pie. The rest of the Android pie is two things is one, um, you know, it's, it's the open source, cheap operating system for devices, you know, and if you want to make something cheap, you're going to put Android in it, you know, and I don't even know, and, and I guess you can't even really license iOS anyway. So I guess that's not even necessarily an yeah, option, it's not, but, not even an option, you know, so, so, you know, so Android is the ridiculously cheap backend, you know, and, and as a result, you know, if somebody walks into now, Samsung's changed this a little bit, but not that much. If someone walks into the phone store, they either have one of two things. They either have expectations 
or they want to get out as cheap as is possible. You know, if somebody walks into the Sprint store and they hear Sprint's offering the latest phone for free, the latest iPhone for free if you sign a year contract, well, they're expecting the phone and they want all the things that come with that iPhone infrastructure. But others walk into the store and they're like, okay, how much am I going to have to pay to get a phone? You know, now, statistically speaking, more Americans have smartphones than don't. So the thing is, is, you know, basically iPhones is an audience who as a whole expects their phones to do things. Android as a whole is people who don't expect their phones to do things. And as a result, you know, anybody who has a, has an iPhone in their, in their pocket, I can ask them why they have it. And they tell me people have an Android in their pocket. I ask them why they have it nine times out of 10. And what was the cheapest option? Or it was free with my service, or it was that kind of thing. These people aren't looking for their phone to entertain them. These people aren't looking for their phone to get more data. Now you can introduce them, you know, but that's that's a lot harder of a, well, it's uh, a, mar- a marketing thing. Yeah, yeah, you, you know, and 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 so the thing is, is is you know, I miss it. This is a really bad analogy, but you know, you know, iPhone is people who bought a TV. You know, Android is people who, you know, inherited a TV that they don't really plan on turning on. They just plan on putting a, a flower on top of it, you know, or something like that. <laughs> you know, so it's just a different, you know, the people who turn on the TV and flip the channels, you know, they're an entirely different audience. It's like, yeah, I have this box in the corner of the room. I don't necessarily know what it does. Sure. You know, so I'll tell you, I'd rather have five people who expect their phone to do something than a thousand people who don't. Right. But and that's why I think the numbers about, about Android, you know, yes, the predominant operating system, the predominant phone system, you know, you, you know, they, they own all that, but they don't own users who expect it to do things. Sure. Sure. But now uh, here, here's my take on it. I, as you know, uh, Android is roughly... worldwide of the smartphone market. In the U.S., it's probably a little less. Uh, I think last I saw was 60% uh, was Android in the U.S. But uh, if you think about that, uh, you know, say say that 80% number worldwide, and 20% of that 80% are people that choose Android because of the customization and they are generally the same people that would be doing an iPhone, except for they'd rather have an Android. So they've got well, the top. Well, exactly. And, and if it were 20%, that would be the game. I'm just not convinced it is. Yeah. I, I mean, that's my I'm guess. Convinced. My, my prediction, you know, and, I, and I've said this on a few different podcasts, my prediction is by the end of 2019, Google's going to equal Apple in market share. Not, not, I mean, in, in podcasting. Yeah. Yeah, I, don't I may be wrong. I, you know, yeah, I, I, I we'll see. And I may be wrong. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm a big boy. I can admit that. Yeah, and you know, and the thing is, is you know, even if the Google Podcasts app isn't the the way to go, there's enough other apps out there that you know people right. that are uh, you know wanting to get into podcasting, and, and it's a marketing job for us that are in podcasting. You yes, know, it's it is. it's you know, we gotta let everybody know that it doesn't matter what you're carrying around in your yep. pocket as long as it's not a flip phone, you can listen to a podcast on it. Yep. Yep. Yeah. One of my favorite, I'm a really big fan of pocket casts. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I love about pocket cast is it's the same interface on the iPhone or the Android. Right. You, yeah, you know, sometimes that. you get up and you're in front of an audience and you know, the religious wars have taken place, 
you know, and it's very, very obvious, you know, well, if you're on the iPhone, do this. If you're on the Android, do this. But sometimes I'm in a room where the people don't care. And I will say, download the app Pocket Casts. Here's what it looks like. And now everybody in the room is on the same platform. Yep. I've, I use that for many years. Uh, it's funny, you know, in the job that I'm in, I have a, an Android tablet sitting here and uh, I have every single Android podcast app there is. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and, you know, because I have to test this out, uh, you know, yep. for customers. And same thing with the Apple phone. I've got all the different Apple ones. And the one that is consistent is that Pocket Casts. Uh, yep. It is always consistent across both platforms. Plus, the, the web interface is pretty wonderful. Yep. And hopefully with that recent acquisition that they went under, you know, we should, uh, yeah, you know, yeah, NPR yeah. and somebody, somebody should spend some money on this. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, you know, and, and NPR has been working on uh, trying to get, uh, what do they call it? It's, it's kind of that, uh, the client level reporting, you know, where it reports back saying, you know, how much was played, kind of what Apple's given us now in bits and pieces. And, uh, anyway, so with N NPR, being part of the ownership of Pocket Cast, maybe that'll get implemented in Pocket Cast. And once that happens, maybe some of the other apps will do that and we'll have a little bit more uh, reporting data. But, you know, how important is that to the guy sitting next to the water heater? <laughs> exactly. So, anyway, uh, anything else uh, you want to mention, uh, promote, uh, talk about? Uh, no, I, I just, um, you know, to, to your audience, you can't compare podcasting to any of the other technologies out there, you know, and a lot of people are like, you know, podcasting isn't growing enough, you know, some would say, but yet if you look over the last 10 years, it's been nothing but growth. Slow you and know, steady. Yeah, exactly. You know, and, 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 and funny, you know, and almost completely independent of how much press it gets, <laughs> you know, which, which I think is, is absolutely fascinating. And, it's not, you, you know, <laughs> a year ago, I used to stand on stage and say, you know, raise your hand if you would be excited if only one person listened to your podcast. And, you know, nobody raises their hand. And then I would say, well, what if that was the president of the United States? You know, and, and uh, now, now that evokes a very different emotional response <laughs> from the audience, regardless of what side of these, you know, sides you are on. Now I usually say something like the Dalai Lama or right. something like that. Um, and you know, it's, it's, it's true. You know, the, the gauge of, of, of success is not where downloads or advertising contracts or any of the things, the gauge of success in podcasting is, is impact, you know, and if you're impacting, you know, the right people, it doesn't matter what your microphone is. It doesn't matter where you're hosting it. It doesn't matter, you, you, you know, what you're doing. And all these things become tools whereby which to aim for and push to make impact. And it's very different than all the other platforms. Very different. You know, I remember one of the podcast expos, I think it was the second one, um, Andrew Barron from Rocket Boom. Remember Andrew? Oh, yeah. You know, Andrew said, you know, he said one day in the future there's going to be a podcast owned by Disney that only has 10,000 subscribers that Disney's happy about. And that didn't necessarily come true, but the fact of the matter is, you know, that's there. I mean, I, I minuscule numbers on my podcast report, but it's the right people, you know, and, and actually just this morning I was negotiating a deal with somebody. We're going to do some cross promotion and, and, and they were, they were starving for that audience, 
you know, because I'm making an impact on that group. So, you know, pick the mic that makes you sound good. Be on the host that makes the most sense. Pick all the tech that's there, but but don't don't gauge success on anything other than impact. That would be my my message, if you will. Yeah, I always tell people, you know, I get a lot of uh, in tech support. We get a lot of, uh, you know, how come? You know, how do I grow my audience? You know, I only have X number of uh, downloads per episode and all yeah. that. And and I always tell them, I say. Well, just imagine that number of people in a room and you had to entertain them for an hour. Does that seem right. like a small number now? And a lot of them will say, yeah, it seems like a really small number. You know, and some of, you know, some people just have an attitude, but, uh, you know, 30, 40 people in a room. And if I had to entertain them for an hour, that would, that would not seem like a small number of people. <laughs> so, you know, but it, it doesn't matter. You know, like you said, I- impact. Yeah. And, you know, I like to think, you know, my listeners here, you know, we we talk about a lot of the techie stuff and sometimes uh, I rant and all that and, and hopefully uh, I'm making an impact and, and, and that's all I'm in it for. Yeah, exactly. So uh, how, do, how do people get a hold of you? I've got uh, paulculligan.com. It uh, looks like your blog there and then uh, the podcastreport.com. Yeah, paulculligan.com and the podcastreport.com are, are probably the best. And if you want to do social on any of those, paulculligan.com forward slash Twitter, paulculligan.com forward slash Facebook, et cetera. And the podcastreport.com forward slash Twitter, forward slash Facebook, all those. Okay, very good. Now I will have links and, and whatnot in the show notes for uh, this episode and uh, i sure appreciate you coming on paul thank you for having me man all right and uh, maybe we'll do this more often i i, I like those uh, those debates <laughs> once every w- more than once every 10 years yeah yeah let's uh yeah. let's see what would be 2027 or so and i'd like to thank paul for having that conversation with me it was great uh, that was recorded before the big uh, Spotify acquisition of Gimlet Media and uh, Anchor. I don't, although I don't think we even mentioned Spotify, but maybe we did. Uh, yeah, I didn't listen through the entire thing since I edited it about two months ago. So <laughs> anyway, if you're just listening to this and you're not subscribed, be sure to get over to podcasthelpdesk.com and push the appropriate button. And as my friend Mark Whitney says, you will feel a vibration in your pants when I put out a new episode. Anyway, catch me next time.